penny for your thoughts. This podcast builds on the spirit and the values of those 19th century hard-working Welsh quarry workers and farmers whose one-penny contributions were critical to the foundation of Bangor University in 1884. They saw the value in making academic knowledge and research accessible to their community, and so do we at Bangor Business School. This podcast series brings together our cutting-edge knowledge, new theories, and our expert opinions and insight on important business matters to share with you, our podcast community. Christmas is a joyous time for celebrating with family and friends. Think of Christmas and presents, elves and good old Saint Nick comes to mind. But did you know that in the world of behavioural finance there is such a phenomenon known as the Santa Claus Rally? So what is this? Join our guest presenter Dr Stefan Thomas who sets out to learn all about the Santa Claus Rally from Bangor Business School Data Analytics Lecturer Dr Heather He. So I'm very pleased to be joined here um, by Dr Heather He, who's going to talk to us about this notion of the Santa Claus Rally, a, uh, an event that happens in the financial markets in the lead up to the last few days yeah. of the year. Mm-hmm. So welcome Heather. Uh, I'm Heather, lecturer in data science and analytics at Bangor Business School. Uh, I teach uh, data science and coding for business applications at Bangor Business School, and I also teach behavioral finance topics at both undergraduate and postgraduate levels. So uh, behavioral finance is always something that I am very keen to understand more, and this Santa Claus rally uh, phenomenon is something related to uh, people's behavioral bias, the emotions uh, that can be observed in the financial market uh, around the end of the year. And my research interest uh, mainly lies in uh, the two areas I just mentioned. The first is the data analytics in finance and business. And the second is uh, the retail trading, the behavioral risk taking and decision making in the financial market. Great. So this, this Santa Claus rally, then, yeah. at what point did that start to, you know, that trend start to emerge? Is this, is this a comparatively new trend? In, in the financial markets, what, 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 what exactly is meant by the Santa Claus Rally? Oh, it's not uh, very new actually, it's a uh, well-observed phenomenon. Uh, it can be dated back to 1970s, if my memory is correct. So back then when this phenomenon was, uh, uh, was just detected, it was a very strong and significant effect. Basically, uh, researchers, practitioners, they find that uh, there was a sustained increase in stock market and in uh, re- relevant financial market in the price uh, around the end of the day. Some says it may be uh, the last five days of the year and the next two days of the new year. And some says it's in the week leading up to the 25th of December, the Christmas day. But uh, which ever uh, but generally we were uh, we can see that uh, December this month uh, tends to bring with it the good vibes the uh, price gains so if we look back in uh, from 1950 till now so in this uh, over 70 years if we calculate the average returns of each month 
December has never been the worst month of the year, and in many cases, it has the highest uh, average return among all months. So uh, I would say, generally speaking, uh, we can see December as a good month for investors, some gift uh, brought about by the Santa Claus. Okay, so, so uh, other than we have some good Christmas spirits and, yeah. and, and perhaps fueled up by eating mince pies, what else causes the Santa Claus rally? What is it that leads to this phenomenon other than you know, people are happy? There must be, yeah. there must be something else that's, that's triggering this. Yeah, I would say happiness is actually a very key factor. Um, while traditional or more classic economics, they tend to assume that people are very smart, they are rational, they always uh, try to maximize their profits. But in actual or from the perspective of behavioral economics way, people tend to uh, alter or tend to be impacted by emotions. So happiness is one of the emotions that may drive people to take more risks. So to uh, purchase stocks, uh, thus pushing up the prices in the stock market. So that's one reason. And the second possible reason is people tend to invest some end of year bonus to the stock market. They have some extra cash at hand, so they want to put this cash somewhere. So stock market might be one place for them to go. And the third possible reason is uh, related to the so-called institutional investors and uh, retail uh, traders. So uh, some believe that uh, during December, institutional investors, they may do their end of year position adjustment and sell the positions and just leave the market. So uh, that means the market is dominated by the retail traders who are believed to be maybe less sophisticated, uh, more subjected to be affected by emotions and more positive to the financial market. So that may also push the overall market to go up a little bit. So that's uh, the leading reasons, possible reasons, behind this phenomenon. Penny for your thoughts. Brought to you by Bangor Business School. So I guess you know, maybe our listeners are uh, listening now thinking, okay, so the end of the year is coming. Mm -hmm. It's been quite a challenging year in terms of the economic prospect yeah. elsewhere. And maybe people are thinking, maybe this is a good time for me to, to start investing yeah. in the markets. Can you make money exploiting this Santa Claus rally? Is this, is this something that anybody can come in on? Uh, I wish I could say yes. I wish I could use the Santa Claus rally and to put my money into the market and get some money back. But uh, I'm sorry to say that the actual answer is unlikely. So uh, many advocates of technical anal uh, analysis, they tend to exploit these historical patterns in the uh, stock market or in other relevant financial markets, say the crypto market. Uh, and many such historical patterns are brought about by the calendar effects, such as the Santa Cross rally, basically some patterns related to the calendar. But uh, even though we can observe many empirical evidence, for example, uh, December is the month with the highest average returns, although we can observe this uh, evidence, uh, statistically, uh, it's hard to actually make some money out of this uh, phenomenon. Uh, one of the most important reasons is we cannot tell when this phenomenon, when these patterns will be actually translated into the market outcome. 
it will be very hard to identify the perfect time to enter the market, to buy the asset with the lowest price, and to uh, sell the assets at the highest price. So if we take, say, uh, the transaction cost, the bid-ask spread into consideration, so on average, it's uh, using the Santa Cross rally to support your trading strategy is not likely to be profitable. So I guess for me to reframe it in more layman's terms, there's a there's a bubble effect. There's yeah. a, the, the, the the stock gains. There's a growth in the overall market, mm -hmm. but but that becomes something of a, of a bell curve. It rises and falls. Yeah. It's a bit of a phenomenon that happens at the end of the year, mm -hmm. and unless you can identify a good point for entry and a good point to exit. It's yeah. quite volatile, I suppose, is what you're saying. Yeah, right? exactly. Because, uh, say, for example, maybe last year, the uh, highest price uh, appeared at the beginning of the month. But maybe this year, the highest price may appear at the end of the month. So it's hard to predict when exactly would be uh, the uh, highest and lowest uh, entry and exit points. So you spoke of this at the start. You, you identified this... Some say it, it didn't lead up to the 25th of December, Christmas Day. Some people say it's the last few days of trading. Others mm -hmm. say it's the first few days of the new year. So I guess actually there isn't, it's not like somebody says the third week of December, we're all going to come in together and cause this run on the market. It, it's, 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 it's not as fixed on there's, there's more variation. So it's yeah. hard to predict. So in that regard, you know, as a, as a trend then, is there, is there evidence against this Santa Claus rally? Or, you know, that is, is this a phenomenon that because of the Christmas season we, we try to attach um, this name and, and maybe there are other periods in the year where we see similar fluctuations but, but perhaps we're not looking to tie it metaphorically to something? Yeah, despite the uh, evidence I just uh, talked about, uh, the average returns of December, some actually argues that Santa Claus rally is just like Santa himself. Everyone talks about it, but no one can prove it with solid reasons. So, for example, if we uh, look back for 20 years in the US market and we look at the Standard and Poor 500, which measures the average performance of the five largest companies in US market. And if we calculate the average return of these uh, S&P market index in the week uh, up leading to the Christmas day, we will find that, I got some data here, so out of these 20, uh, 20 weeks, uh, they observed they got, I think, about 13 uh, weeks with a positive return and five with a negative return and two weeks with no change. So if we calculate the uh, ratio, it's not a very significant uh, Sintercross rally. And I also checked the FUSI 100 uh, measures the measuring the average uh, performance of the largest 100 companies in UK. And uh, similar evidence are there. So out of the 20 weeks, 10 positive returns, six negative returns, and remaining with relatively no change. So I would say there is uh, minimum evidence uh, with the discernible Santa Claus rally uh, 
So uh, I think it's fair to say that when this uh, phenomenon was first detected back in 1970, it was strong, it was significant. But as time goes by, with more and more investors are educated about this phenomenon, they tend to exploit this uh, effect. Uh, they tend to make money out of this effect uh, with their knowledge, and that somehow uh, nullify this effect. And nowadays, it's uh, relatively not that discernible. Is there any evidence in the market to suggest that there's someone who initiates this Santa Claus effect? That there's, a, that there's an identifiable trigger? Is there any pattern in who, who leads on, on establishing this, this growth in the market? Um, I would say back then, when this uh, effect was first detected, it's uh, not very likely to be uh, negotiated. Uh, it may be some negotiations, some insider traders among the large institutional investors, because they know each other, it's a small circle. Uh, but for the remaining, say, retail investors or medium to small investors, they don't have such a, a community or a tool to communicate with each other. But uh, nowadays, I would say there is such possibility. Uh, if you still remember back to 2021, uh, the end of 2020 and the beginning of 2021, there was something called the GameStop uh, saga or the Mamstock saga. So that was when uh, people at the end of year, they have some maybe extra money at uh, hand. They have these uh, uplifted emotions uh, inspired by these uh, season, seasonal things, the festival uh, emotions. And they tend to get together. They communicate with each other on the Reddit, so the uh, online platform. And they kind of, uh, rush together into the market and uh, push these stocks such as the GameStop and AMC, the price of those stocks high. So I wouldn't say that it is entirely related to what we are talking about today, the Santa Claus rally, but it's something related to the end of year spirit. <clears throat> and I wonder, are there any similar phenomena in the financial markets? January effect? Do we, mm -hmm. do we see any other patterns of a similar nature at any other given time in the year that you could observe? Yes, uh, behavior uh, finance or behavior economists have identified a series of market anomalies related to the calendar, uh, or we call them calendar effects. One that is particularly related to Santa Claus rally is something called the January effect. The reasons uh, we believe that are behind this or underlying this effect is very similar to the Santa Claus rally. People have this up uplifted emotion, people have extra money at hand. And also similar to the Santa Claus rally, when it was first found back in 1950, it was evident. But nowadays, uh, the possibility of observing this uh, January effect, of observing this uh, sustained increase at the beginning of the year, uh, the possibility of observing it is barely better than the flip of a coin. So that's one calendar effect related to the Santa Claus rally. And uh, another thing that I'm particularly fond of is something called uh, sell in May and go away 
come back on seeing Ledger's Day. So it's like a poem from my perspective. So it basically describes that uh, back then when mobile devices and mobile internet are not that popular, uh, institutional investors, basically large traders in the market, they want to enjoy their summer betting in the horse racing. So they may just sell whatever assets they have, the positions uh, out, uh, around the around the end of May, and they go out and enjoy the summer. Leave the markets uh, to the irrational, less sophisticated retail investors. So the general idea is the months between May to September can be a very risky period. So that's two calendar effects uh, I can think of. That's really interesting. <laughs> And I guess there's a historical legacy there. Mm -hmm. And does that still hold in the market? Are those patterns still there? You know, despite the fact that we now have mm -hmm. mobile devices, we now have internet apps available to us that we can continue trading even if we're at our leisure elsewhere. But have those have those market trends, those calendar effects stayed in the market? Are those patterns still there despite the fact that technology has enabled us to, to continue trading as we want throughout the calendar year? Uh I think there, there are some, so basically the old calendar effects, they may gradually evolve or they may gradually uh, be eliminated by, uh, because of the fact that more and more people are knowing about that because of the changes brought about by the financial technologies or the uh, new technologies. Uh, for example, the evidences nowadays to support the effect we talked about, the Cross rally, the January effect, uh, the go away in May and come back in September, these things are not that strong, but uh, there should be some new evidences uh, arising. So uh, just like the stories I told, uh, people nowadays, they tend to uh, get together uh, during say the holidays, during the common holidays and they can communicate and they have more time to spend on the uh, market. So uh, retail traders, they may get together and trade in the market. So I believe there will be some new evidences related to the calendars uh, nowadays. Penny for your thoughts. Brought to you by Bangor Business School. So Heather, we've, we've heard a lot about these trends, not just related to the Santa Claus rally, but these highs and lows that happen with market effect throughout the year. I wonder if you've got any advice for our listeners who may be listening now thinking, there's clearly an opportunity here. How could I exploit the Santa Claus rally or the calendar effect? Well, my advice were to uh, do not try to explore these calendar effects. Do not try to put your money, uh, all your money into the market uh, during December just because you just heard about this Intercross <laughs> rally. Uh, it can be really, really risky. As I just uh, mentioned, uh, although we, we can expect that there will be an increase in the financial market, it's uh, likely to be uh, to be that this year as well, but it's very hard to timing the perfect uh, time. Uh, to, it, it's really hard to timing the market to find uh, the uh, the lowest price to buy and the highest price to sell. So it's very fluctuate and very risky. So a better strategy was to uh, buy and hold the asset and to hold it for a long enough time and uh, also to uh, to investigate, to uh, 
put your attention into those that we are more likely to have control of. For example, the fundamentals of the company to learn more about the industries that you are really interested in and to pay attention to the macroeconomics. So that's are the information that can really help us to develop our uh, healthy, well-diversified portfolio and to actually ma make some money, hopefully, out of it. <laughs> that sounds like some very sound advice. Let's not all rush away from this podcast and spend our Christmas bonuses, spend our Christmas money on buying into the market in the hope of buying cheap and selling high. You've spoken about this need to analyse markets, need to understand the economics of, of what's happening to study industries and, and see where people might want to make better informed investments. Against the, the flip of that then, can we, can we close on, on maybe some reflection why behavioural economics is still such an important phenomenon to understand? Because you spoke at the beginning about how happiness has an has a impact on the way people trade. So, so what is that importance of not just analysing the industry and data, but understanding the humans behind those trades? Yes, uh, so to answer this question, the first thing I want to do is to quote uh, a very interesting uh, a few sentences from Richard Taylor, the Nobel Memorial Prize in Economics Sciences. He says that humans are the people we interacted with every day. Econs uh, are these strange creatures only found in economics textbooks that are unemotional, really smart and never have self-control problems. So if we want to design policies that will work, we want to design, say, uh, campaign strategies that will work, we want to understand what actual human in the market uh, are behaving, we need to uh, analyze those questions from the perspective of behavioral finance to think about what if, say, people, they behave differently in different uh, situations, what if they are affected by their emotions, and uh, what if they are influenced by the in uh, environments and how they actually interact with each other and to uh, which may affect the outcomes uh, at the market level. So that's the importance of behavioral finance from my perspective. Fantastic. Thank you so much for your time today, Heather. I think we've, we've gained such an insight into this, this world of economics, this world of market trading, where it has such variance and such fluctuation uh, throughout the year. You, you've mentioned various calendar points um, that impact on this. Um, but this, this phenomenon, the Santa Claus rally, I think for our, for our Christmas podcast has been really, really interesting to, to dig into this bit of magic that happens unpredictably somewhere between the beginning of December and the end of the month. And it appears, I think you said, like Father Christmas, we, we, we just know it's going to happen at some point and we just have to believe in that magic. I'd like to end by wishing all our listeners a very happy and prosperous Christmas. And the very best for 2023. Thank you for your time again, Heather. Thanks for listening to Penny for Your Thoughts, brought to you by Bangor Business School. Subscribe through your usual podcast channel and don't forget to like and share.